Praise the Lord. Amen. Wasn't that word just so encouraging from my wife, Joy, and uh, I know that you received that word. I'd like to continue today as we do part two to the sermon entitled Peace in the Storm. I did this last Sunday, and we're going to continue with part two of the sermon. Let me just remind you once again that even though the country is under lockdown, we are praying for each and every one of you, our pastors, the entire team, even though they are working from home, are working, and they are available to pray with you, to counsel with you, whether it be uh, online, whether it be through the phones, through the WhatsApps. Uh, so we are available to minister to you. Amen. And uh, we're standing together in this trying time, but we know that Jesus is our peace, and He gives us peace in the storm as well. So we're going to continue with, uh, with the sermon, part two. And again, let me just remind you that the sermon outline is available on the church app. You can follow with us. And so we're going to pick it up uh, from Mark chapter 4, verse 35. And on the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. And when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Let's pray together, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we come to your word, I thank you that you and your word are one, and that you sent your word and healed us of every infirmity, every calamity, every adversity. I thank you that your word today as it comes will not return void unto you, Lord, but I thank you that it will strike deep into the hearts and minds of men and women that are watching online, wherever they may be. Your word knows no boundary. Your word is not limited. Your word is not under lockdown. Your presence is not under lockdown. Your healing power is not under lockdown. Your delivering power is not under lockdown. And so I thank you that as your word travels, it travels unrestricted over the airwaves, and it reaches every home, into every heart, into every situation, every family, every marriage, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So it's a great privilege once again to come together as we share God's Word. And I, I said to you that Jesus is our peace. In fact, He is our Jehovah Shalom, and His name is peace. And I said to you last week that, of course, our peace is not a feeling or an emotion, but rather our peace is found in a person. And through Jesus, we have peace, even whilst all around us a storm may be raging. I'm here to tell you, family, that Jesus is still on the throne. He is still King of all kings. He is still Lord of all lords. He is still your and my El Gabor, the Lord who is mighty, the mighty one. And because He is almighty, 
I'm here to tell you he is large and he is in charge and he is in control of everything and all of our problems are under his mighty hands and we can have peace. Do you know that God wants us to exercise our faith to have peace? And peace simply means that we are placing our trust and our confidence in this amazing God. As we look at verse 35, it says, On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, Jesus speaking, Let us cross over to the other side. And this is my first point, my first slide to you, is simply that God's plan is to get you through every storm, every trouble, every mountain, every challenge, and over to the other side. I want you to say this together after me right now. God's plan is to get me and my family and my business and my finances over to the other side in Jesus' name. That's the heart of God for you and me, family. He'll never leave you, never forsake you. He'll never bring you this far so that he can just drop you off and abandon you. No. God is committed to finishing what he started in you. And not just to finish it, but to finish it in a flourishing and prospering way. You and I are going to finish strong in Jesus' name. Say that with me. I am going to finish strong in Jesus' name. One more time. I am going to finish strong in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. But we know that part of the plan of the enemy is to use the storm, to use the challenge, to use this COVID-19, or as some people are calling it, Auntie Rona, to stop you from being all that you're supposed to be in God. Look at verse 37. It says, And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. I, I want to just let you know that if you're, if you're born again, then as a child of God, you got to know that you are mocked. You're mocked. In other words, you have a bullseye on you, and you have been targeted by the enemy. If you are advancing the kingdom of God and doing the works of Jesus, then family, I want you to know that you're a threat to the enemy. Look at what Daniel says, Daniel eleven thirty two. Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. In the Amplified, that part, it says, But the people who know their God shall prove themselves strong and shall stand firm and do exploits for God. In other words, if you know your God and you are known by your God, then you will be strong and carry out great exploits for Him. In other words, COVID-19 will not be strong and carry out great exploits against you. Poverty will not be strong and carry out great exploits against you in Jesus' name, no. But 
they that know their God. That's what the Bible says. They that know their God shall be strong and shall stand firm and do great and mighty exploits for the kingdom. I want you to say these words after me. I am strong and standing firm. I am strong and standing firm because I know my God and I will do great and mighty things for him. Amen. You believe that? But you need to realize that you are mocked and you've been mocked and set apart by God. The word church, ecclesia, actually means exactly that. The called out ones. In other words, here's my next slide. You are strong to carry out great exploits for God. You are strong to carry out great exploits for God. But we need to realize that the word church, ecclesia, carries not only, it's not only telling us that we're called out, set apart, but it carries with it a strong authoritative and governmental dynamic to it. So what does that mean? That means you're not just called out and going to heaven, but you have been called out to demonstrate and be a witness. You've been called out to be a voice, even in such a time as this. You have been called out to speak to the storms, to speak to that COVID-19, to speak to that poverty, to speak to that lack. You've been called out to declare and manifest heaven on earth. You and I have been called out to exercise dominion and authority on this earth. And right now, during this lockdown, we might be restricted from gathering, but we haven't been restricted from lifting our voices in prayer and in worship. We haven't been restricted from getting the word on the inside of us and verbalizing that word. Hallelujah. We haven't been restricted from declaring God's goodness and kindness over our country, over our city, over our nation, over the whole world. Hallelujah. But we need to realize, make no mistake, you and I are known by the forces of darkness. And I'm not saying this to frighten you or to cause you to fear, because light is always greater than darkness. Blessing is always greater than the curse. The name of Jesus is greater than any other name, including the name of this virus, Corona or COVID-19. Corona in Latin means crown. And it just simply means that the enemy is trying to take the crown. And whoever carries the crown means everyone else is subject to and must bow down. In other words, COVID-19 is trying to make us bow. But there's only one name to which we bow. Hallelujah. In fact, the Bible says every knee must bow, including COVID-19 including every form of sickness, including every form of poverty, every form of lack. Everything must bow. Fear has got to bow. Crime and violence has got to bow. Hopelessness has got to bow. Economic recession must bow. Hatred and racism must bow. Everything must bow. And here's the thing. The enemy will do anything to stop you and I. We know that. He will cause every wind of adversity to rise against you. He will use anything and anyone to beat against you to the point where you are beginning to feel like, like the boat 
filled up with water. The Bible says the storm rose against them and beat so violently against the boat that the boat began to be filled up. And you know what? The storm might be severe. And I know there's a storm raging right now throughout the entire world. But we're not looking at the storm. Like I said last week, we have our eyes on Jesus. And we learned last week that whatever you focus on will overwhelm you. If you're feeding yourself negativity and all the stuff that's out there, you are going to be overwhelmed by all of that. But if you keep your eyes on Jesus, right? That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the point here. The point is, yeah, everything out there is real. COVID-19 is real. The fear is real. The panic is real. All of that is fear. But here's what I want you to know. You don't have to fear. Why? Because in every storm, you are never alone. Jesus is not only in you, on you, but he's also with you. He's with you when you're on the mountain. He's with you when you're in the valley. He's with you when the sun is shining. He's, when, he's with you when the sun is not shining. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Jesus is always with you. And what I like about this story is that I like the posture of Jesus during the storm. In verse 38, it says, But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. I mean, there is a storm raging. Jesus is in the stern of the boat, the back part of the boat. He's on a pillow, and he's fast asleep, maybe even dreaming. The stern was the back part of the ship, the place where nobody looks, the place where nobody really pays any attention. I don't know. I'm just surmising. Maybe, maybe if Jesus was in the front part of that boat, maybe the storm would have veered right past them, would have missed them. And here's my point about this. You cannot afford to have Jesus in the back part of your life. You've got to bring him to the forefront of your life. In fact, He's the center of our lives, and we revolve around Him. Jesus doesn't revolve around us, but, but we revolve around Jesus. And here He is asleep. Can he, is it possible for somebody to be in such a raging storm where there is chaos and turbulence and disorder and uncertainty and doubt and fear? And here is somebody who is so peaceful and tranquil that He's on a pillow and he's dreaming the dreams of God. He's having the sleep of his time. The, you know, just the time of his life. Just the, the best sleep ever during a raging storm. I want you to know that you are not alone. Not only is God large and in charge, but he is also with you in the storm. And Jesus always calms what the enemy has stirred up. So it doesn't matter what the enemy wants to stir up and what he wants to provoke and what he wants to cause to rise up. If Jesus is in the forefront, let me tell you, Jesus always calms what the enemy has stirred up in your life. Look at Psalm 107 verse 29. It says, He calms the storm so that the waves are still. The NIV says, He stilled the storm to a whisper. 
That's, that's powerful. And it says the waves of the sea were hushed. I believe right now that Jesus, who is your peace, is hushing every storm, every form of turbulence in your life in the name of Jesus. I'm speaking that over your businesses. I'm speaking that over your families. I'm speaking that over your children. If God is your God, then rest assured, he'll give you peace in the storm. When there is a storm without, he will give you peace within. You see, the world can create trouble and peace, but Jesus always creates peace in trouble. Now I want to end by saying to you, friends, storms don't last forever. Even the worst hurricane finally ends. And storms might have a reason and they'll have their season. And I'm here to tell you that this COVID-19 will come to an end in Jesus' name. And we will get to the other side. We will go over to the other side. Jesus will lead you and I to the other side. God will see you through the storm. Peace in the storm and peace through the storm. And here's what I want you to, to know, that when storms are at their worst, Jesus is always at his best. Hallelujah. When storms are at their worst, Jesus is at his best. So come on, trust him. Life has little storms and big storms. Life has ups and downs, but we know that God is with us in the storms, and he will take you over to the other side in Jesus' name. I've got a declaration right now that I want you to verbalize because he is our peace in the storm. And during these 21 days under lockdown, come on, we're here to encourage you. Get the word on the inside of you. Let's begin to verbalize our faith. Let's begin to feed our faith because Jesus, when the, when the storm is at his worst, Jesus is at his best. I'm speaking that over your lives. So here we have this declaration. Wherever you are in your home, in your uh, bedroom maybe, in the lounge, Whoever you are there with, let's lift our voice. There it is coming on your screen. Let's say this together. Jesus is my peace. He is my El Gabor, the Lord who is strong and mighty. He is large and in charge. He is still on the throne and in control. He is bigger than any storm, bigger than any circumstance I may face, and nothing catches him by surprise. When storms are at their worst, Jesus is at his best. He is my God, and he is with me and for me. And if he is for me, then who can be against me? With God on my side, I have nothing to fear because he is my peace in the storm and I am going over to the other side in Jesus' name. And you are going over and your families are going over and your business is going over and your finances are going over in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Praise the Lord. With every head bowed right now, I want to just pray for you 
that are watching. You say, Pastor, my life's not right with God, and I'm away from God. I want you to know that today, right now, this very moment, you can, you can, you can choose one of two ways. You can open your heart and invite the Prince of Peace this wonderful person that I've been speaking about, you can invite him into your life and let him take control of the circumstances. Jesus was fast asleep on the back part of the ship, and when they hit the storm, what did they do? They went and woke him up and brought him right to the point where you have to do something about this storm. They brought him from the back part to the forefront of the ship, and that's what we got to do in our lives as well. Serving Jesus is not just on a Sunday, I get kind of spiritual and religious, but it's every day our lives revolving around Jesus. He is the center of our lives. It's having a fellowship with Him, a, a walking with Him, an abiding with Him. Every day being able to speak with Him. You see, because Jesus is not a religion, He's a person. And he wants to come and live on the inside of you today. And if you will allow him to, he can. Or so you can open your heart or number two, you can shut him out. And that would be a lot harder because we were created for God. We were created to fellowship, not only with one another, but also with this amazing God who loves you so very much. And right now, I believe there are people that your life is not right with God Right now, you can pray and ask for forgiveness and allow him to cleanse you and put you right. And he is wanting to do it. He's waiting right now to do it. I'm going to ask you to pray this simple prayer with me. Would you say after me? Heavenly Father, I come to you today in Jesus' name. I am making the decision that by faith I open my heart to invite you as my Lord, as my Savior. I recognize that without you, I'm lost. Without you, I have no hope. But today, I acknowledge with my heart and confess with my mouth that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. That when you died on the cross, you took all my sins, all my failures, all my weaknesses, and you died in my place. I should have died. I should have been condemned. I should have been judged. But you took all of that in my place. And then you died. But three days later, you were raised back to life. And on that basis, I receive eternal life and the forgiveness of all of my sins. I'll never be the same from this day onwards. Jesus, I will live for you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I'm so glad you prayed that prayer. And once again, we would so love to hear from you. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or maybe it's a dedica rededication, there are, there's information coming up right now, whether it be by email or by a WhatsApp number. Let us know the decision that you've made. 
We have people who want to encourage you in your walk with God and people that can pray with you. Or if you need prayer as well, send us your prayer request, whatever it is. Let us know what God is doing during these 21 days of lockdown. I believe that He's visiting every home and that His presence is becoming ever so real. Remember, God is not under lockdown. His presence is not under lockdown. The reality of His healing power is not under lockdown. And so right now, if you're sick in body, we want to pray for you. Right there in your homes, whatever that sickness is, Lord, I thank you. I sense right now a healing anointing that is reaching every single home. That whatever the calamity, whatever the, the sickness is, whatever the infirmity is, that you sent your word 2,000 years ago and healed all of their sicknesses. We know that Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. And I thank you, Lord, that your word even says, for this purpose was the Son of God made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. We know that sickness is of the enemy. We know that COVID-19 is the work of the enemy. And today, I thank you for a healing power. On this Palm Sunday, let your healing virtue flow into everybody. I speak to kidneys right now. I speak to the liver. I speak to the heart. Right now, speak to the bones, God. Every form of osteoporosis and arthritis is being healed in the mighty name of Jesus. I sense His healing right now, virtue flowing into your body. Lord, even those whose minds have been playing havoc with them and there is a troubling in the minds and there is a restlessness in the minds, God, where there has also been just a heaviness coming upon people because of the uncertainty. I come against every form of darkness, every form of heaviness, depression, oppression, separation in the name of Jesus right now. I rebuke every spirit of infirmity, every spirit that would come to trouble the people of God in the name of Jesus. I want to thank you for strength right now, God, that you are strengthening bodies you are strengthening marriages right now. You are strengthening people in the area of their emotions as well. God, and in the mind, the, the ability to think, the, 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 the thoughts of God right now, just in the area of your mind. Father, I thank you right now. Everything that would exalt itself above the name of Jesus, we pull it down. And we bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ right now. At right now in the area of our thinking, every vain imagination, every thought that is contrary to you, contrary to your word, God, we bring it down in the name of Jesus. And I thank you that your word will prevail that we will dwell on your word. We will feast on your word, that your word will bring hope God and joy and peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. 
Praise the Lord. Well, family, it's been a great privilege and honor for us to come into your homes. And again, we're here for you. We're praying for you during these times. But we know that Jesus, He is our peace. Amen. He is your peace. He is your Jehovah Shalom. Amen. And on that note, we release the peace of God upon your homes, your families. Until next time, we love you. Can't wait to get together with you, all right, when this lockdown is over. Until such time, we're praying for you. God bless you.